You're listening to Daily Dispatch by Your Story, a show that tells you about all things making news in the startup, tech, and digital ecosystem. In this episode, we catch up with Devang Mehta from Antil Ventures. Very warm welcome to Daily Dispatch, a show that gives you all the latest news and updates from the digital ecosystem. I'm Priya Sheth. Thank you very much for logging in. Time now to get you all the top news stories that we've been tracking for you this evening. Well, social commerce platform Misho has raised about $300 million in a new funding round led by SoftBank Vision Fund 2. Now, existing investors also participated in this overall fundraise and with this investment, Misho's valuation stands at about $2.1 billion. Now, with this funding, Misho plans to build a single digital ecosystem for 100 million small businesses and hire the best talent in the industry. Well, moving on to the second headline of the day, Singapore-based neo-banking startup Stashfin has completed its Series B extension equity funding round, raising about $40 million from a clutch of global investors. Stashfin plans to use these funds to pursue neo-banking across South Asia, double down on its plan to grow its existing markets and also to strengthen customer platforms for local languages. Its startup nurturing platform India Accelerator plans to expand its startup portfolio by over three folds in 2021 with investment in around 100 such ventures. The company is close to launching SEBI-approved alternate investment funds, both for Category One angel fund as well as Category Two venture capital fund, which will be providing more funding opportunities. for startups. Well, moving on to the final headline of the day, details from more than 500 million Facebook users have been found available on a website for hackers. Now, it has information from over 106 countries including phone numbers, Facebook IDs, full names, locations, birth dates as well as email addresses. Now, this information appears to be several years old, but it still raises questions about overall data privacy. Well, moving on to our second segment, I have with me someone who has been in the investment space for a long time. He's also been on the startup front. I have with me Mr. Devang Mehta from Anthill Ventures. Thank you very much, Mr. Mehta, for joining us today. I want to begin by asking you about 2020 in terms of you know the kind of traction we've seen as far as deals are concerned, and specifically on the exits front, we've seen a lot of private equity uh, exits happening uh, via the IPO route. So, tell us about the macro environment and what your view is on the overall sentiment sure first of all thank you for having me great meeting you priya uh, and the your story team uh, 2020 was obviously a difficult year uh, across the across the board across sectors across geographies uh, covid impacted everyone uh, largely in a negative way uh, so i think uh, it was a year of uh, you know introspection um, trying to extend runways uh, staying afloat and in some cases like healthcare and telemedicine of course it was an area of uh, rapid growth and uh, you know market expansion uh, from our portfolio standpoint you know i think uh, we broadly divided the portfolio into two or three you know ones that were severely impacted by covid ones that those were moderately impacted and in case of a couple of health tech companies that were actually uh, uh, modestly or significantly positively impacted by covid and then uh, for the first two groups we just ensured they had enough runway to ride out covid ride out the storm and you know uh, be primed for growth once the once the pandemic ended and uh, the ones in health tech we ensured that they pivoted in a way that 
they could uh, address COVID in one way or the other uh, and grow grow significantly. So that's how we saw most of 2020 pan out. I think uh, the ecosystem, uh, the broader ecosystem stayed surprisingly re resilient, and that's great to know. I think uh, venture debt in India uh, as an asset class has been growing pretty significantly, uh, driven largely by um, the need to uh, the need for founders not to dilute beyond a certain point for Series B. So I think well-funded uh, venture capital fund uh, venture capital funded uh, startups have been raising uh, venture debt to, uh, to to you know extend runways and embark on more growth paths without the founders diluting beyond a certain point. You know, when you look at 2021 in terms of the sectors that will continue to gather momentum, what going to you would be the top sectors that um, both investors are looking for and sectors that you think have potential considering uh, the kind of macro scenario that we're in? <clears throat> so I think healthcare clearly comes to mind. Of course, Antel is active in healthcare and I handle healthcare investing and scaling at Antel. So we are seeing a fair amount of activity, not just COVID-driven or telemedicine driven, but broadly uh, driven by uh, the, the continuous need to have access uh, uh, to good healthcare, preempt disease, uh, cure diseases more easily, having healthcare of, uh, available at affordable rates and uh, ubiquitous availability of um, you know cures and healthcare services uh, across India. So we are seeing a tremendous growth in those sectors. Uh, diseases, older diseases like cancer, asthma, diabetes haven't gone away. There's still continuous uh, efforts to try and address them, especially in a population like ours and globally, actually. Um, I think on the flip side of it, uh, to answer the question by, uh, you know, by exclusion, I think anything predicated on people congregating, let's say, uh, you know, traveling or going on uh, thrill vacations or things like that, those sectors will continue to be under duress and feel downward pressure because people aren't going to be, uh, be able to meet as freely as uh, possible uh, for the next few months at least. So I think those segments will see muted returns in the near future also. You know, at Anthill, uh, I'm sure that since you're leading the healthcare uh, vertical and investments out there, uh, within healthcare also there are certain parts of the business that are doing well. Of course, you can't paint healthcare with one brush and there are various uh, aspects to it. So what, according to you, would be the key focal points uh, in terms of investment and investor interest uh, going forward in the healthcare segment? I'd say, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, telemedicine, of course, has seen uh, tremendous growth because, uh, you know, people aren't able to travel to hospitals easily. As a result, you know, they are forced to... Uh, uh, they are forced to get medicinal help from home and you know just deal with the, uh, the ability to talk to doctors digitally essentially so uh, appointments uh, second opinions going on communities to understand more about the diseases they're suffering from and all that so then uh, within broad telemedicine sector there'll be a micro segments that will emerge like you know for example uh, monitoring uh, specifically for cancer or asthma or some other deadly disease so that industry will continue to flourish because you know we'll continue to be hampered by a lack of mobility. But uh, I think again, going back to the point, I think the chronic diseases uh, will have to be cured or not even cured. I would say will have to be preempted, will have to be detected early to be treated properly. All those things are not uh, going to uh, go away. In fact, those segments will see uh, growth uh, driven by. Uh, you know, uh, growth in technology skills across India, at least. So the 
uh, engineering prowess in uh, artificial artificial intelligence or machine learning and how they can apply to uh, areas in biotech like uh, genetics uh, genome sequencing uh, crispr or finding diseases through microbiomes and things like that will continue to grow and flourish uh, you know when you talk about valuations at this point in time we do understand that there is a lot of cash raising startups and i wanted to understand from your perspective what is your view on the whole valuations uh, structure at this point in time do you think valuations are too high in the market at this point not necessarily i think um, a lot of money is flowing into india just due to the geopolitics that we find ourselves in and that is uh, increasing um, the valuations of most asset classes except real estate because people again don't necessarily want to go back to the office things like that but uh, so public stock markets private equity and all a lot of them are liquidity driven and uh, you know just the sheer volume of money flowing into the country into different asset classes is inflating asset values but not necessarily uh, Uh, irrationally uh, i think in some some sectors are truly primed for ex- explosive growth and uh, you know have justifiable valuations in some cases they are inflated with very rosy expectations and uh, frankly some sectors still remain unloved you know they just cannot uh, you know in areas of health tech also like uh, biotech um, companies in india just by definition almost they tend to be undervalued compared to the global peers because the growth prospects are not well understood by indian investors you know talking specifically about anthill and the kind of fund deployment that's happened at this point in time just for the benefit of our viewers uh, if you could run us through what is the kind of fund deployment or strategy that you're working with for 2021 and in terms of a new fund uh, you know what are the aspirations out there yes so we invest uh, out of a couple of vehicles one based in india and one overseas we uh, have three areas of investing and scaling interest so just a quick digression digression but until until dna is to invest and scale so we invest in early stage companies and we scale them through accelerators to uh, put them on new growth trajectories uh, areas of interest are three uh, healthcare which i head up uh, urban tech which is a broad umbrella Uh, for us encompassing iot clean tech mobility and next gen urban living green technologies and consumer brands and tech so these are consumer uh, technologies and brands geared for example towards the millennials uh, that need products that are you know delivered to the doorstep and neatly packaged are cruelty free and things like that so those are areas of uh, investing and scaling interest and we are investing out of india and and a, and a globally uh, a global fund to address these markets and sectors so how much of the fund has been deployed so far and what is the kind of pipeline in terms of a new fund that's coming on yeah so uh, we we are uh, raising as well as investing from the current fund in india uh, about a third of it uh, about yeah but a fourth of the investable capital has been deployed and we're drawing down more and uh, the pipeline remains strong uh, driven by the fact that uh, one and his philosophy on investing and scaling companies resonates well with startups that need not just capital but also scaling um, scaling abilities to grow in the market um, consumer brands in india uh, are really taking off and we are seeing a lot of interest in interesting uh, uh, deal flow from there uh, we are also seeing some really good interest in healthcare uh, early cancer detection uh, and cures uh, through newer biomarkers for example a company that we are engaging with has detected cancer through sputum right so 
in a country like India, where the incidence of um, mouth and uh, oral cancer is uh, disproportionately high due to tobacco consumption, um, detecting cancer to, through sputum is a very novel idea and something that we hope to capitalize on. Right, you know, a final question before I let you go. Uh, basically, on the exits environment, uh, you know, a lot of IPOs are coming up this year, a lot of tech uh, uh, IPOs as well uh, in the pipeline. Uh, what to understand from your perspective, what's going to be the exit scenario uh, in 2021? Are we going to see a lot of IPO uh, exits via the IPO route? Or, or are you also seeing an M&A market actively flourishing at this point in time? Yeah, I think the IPO route is definitely uh, viable. I think in tech, you see a lot of uh, exits happening from uh, uh, increasingly uh, uh, PE players and secondary markets in India, which are coming into their own. Uh, for early stage funds like ours, we are seeing a lot of exits uh, to strategics. Uh, so, you know, in the ed tech sector, we've been reading uh, Biojuice has been uh, acquiring companies. Uh, these things, uh, these kinds of valuations, 100 million plus in cash were unheard of in India a few years ago. So I think a lot of these uh, uh, exit avenues are opening up for uh, tech companies. IPO remains an option, but it, it's it's still the listing requirements are fairly onerous, I think, for Indian tech companies. I think the preferred exit options will be to strategic players uh, in the tech industry or in, or in the secondary market. All right. On that note, uh, many thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for this insightful conversation and being a part of the Daily Dispatch. Thank you so much. Please. Well, time now to say goodbye. Many thanks for joining us on this edition of The Daily Dispatch. I'll see you tomorrow at 5pm. Goodbye and stay safe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Just look for your story or log in to yourstory.com. Thanks for listening to Daily Dispatch by Your Story.